0: Welcome to the Functional Medicine and Natural Healing Podcast, where we share the secrets to upgrade your digestion, improve your hormones, restore your immune system, and detoxify your body. I'm your host, Dr. Houston Anderson. Now let's get started. The following discussion is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or disease process. Always discuss any medical treatments or medical interventions with your personal physician. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dr. Houston Anderson. And today I'm going to go a little bit crazy on some people. So um, I posted a post on my personal Facebook page just the other day about how I went to the gym early in the morning. It's about 5 a.m. Um, and I'm putting some weights on the bench press. And uh, you, this young 18-year-old boy comes up to me and he's like, he's like, you need some callers? And I have my headphones in so I didn't actually hear him. Um and I look at him, I kind of wave him off. I thought he asked if I needed them and he was going to use them. Anyway, I wave him off. He's like, he's like, you can have them really. And uh, as I turn my headphones off, I was like, no, I'm okay. And he's like, no, 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 really? Like you, you can use these while you bench press. And, and I, I made the joke that that's how, you know, you're an old guy is if, if the young guys don't think you can bench press the weight you have on the bar, um, which I think is pretty funny. Right. So I post, I post, and it is funny because yeah, when I was younger, obviously, you know, more muscles. Bulkier, you know, those aren't my goals these days. Um, but, but when when I did that, you know, obviously no one would have questioned if I could have pushed the weight on uh, in the gym. And anytime you go to a gym for a long time, obviously people start to learn who stacks weights on the on the bars, and so you, you, people know, like you know, you can lift some weight. So, you know, obviously one, I'm not a regular at this gym at this time, um, and and two, you know, I, I'm I'm getting old, right? So um, that just is what it is, and it, it's kind of a funny story. So I post that on my personal Facebook page. And someone, another doctor, a colleague, right? A smart guy posts bench press is the worst thing for your shoulders. I haven't done bench press in 25 years. You should switch to overhead press. And I don't even remember what else it was. Overhead press. Oh, clean and jerk, right? Or power cleans and presses, something like that. And and I said, um, I said, actually, you know, I've, I've been playing overhead sports. So meaning competitive volleyball for over 20 years, as well as coaching, getting thousands of reps on my shoulder. And I've been bench pressing my entire life since I was like 14 and I have no shoulders problems. Right. So, so why is that? Because here's the thing that nobody wants to understand. There's not a one-size-fits-all. The bench press is not bad for your shoulders. I don't care who you talk to. The person that's going to tell you it's bad for the shoulders is the person that doesn't do it. The person that doesn't know how to do it properly. Okay, so there's caveats to that. Is the bench press bad for you? A hundred percent if you do it wrong, right? So a lot of chiropractors just see people injure their shoulders doing a super heavy bench press on a weight that they couldn't manage because they had never been coached or they're in their first year of training or something like that. Okay. So, but, but the statement goes out, oh yeah, bench press. And I've seen it a thousand times. That's why I'm ranting on it today, but don't worry. I'm going to take this back to functional medicine because probably not many people care about the bench press on here. Okay. Let's go back to now functional medicine. You're gonna see these things. Oh, well, I heard the keto diet's the best diet, right? There's a popular doctor online that, you know, multiple popular doctors online that are promoting keto, 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 this is the best diet for blood sugar. It makes you the healthiest, things like that. There's no one size fits all, you guys. I can't tell you how many people get on keto and gain 30 pounds. Okay. This is a horrible plan for their body type. Maybe not even for their body type. Maybe it's awesome for their blood sugar, but it doesn't match their health concerns. So I don't want anyone to get caught up in this mess of, of things, right? Let's get more controversial just cause it's fun. COVID season. Um, you know, so it, it, everyone's always like, well, well, I'm taking vitamin D, so I'm safe from COVID. And I, I go, actually, there's no research that says that vitamin D prevents COVID. What the studies say is that you have, if you have elevated blood vitamin D, then you're protected somewhat from COVID and you have less severe symptoms. Hey, okay? it's important to know that vitamin D in and of itself is not protective. Okay, I can't tell you how many people come into my office that are taking twenty thousand IU's of vitamin D a day and have horribly low vitamin D. Okay, for a lot of reasons. One, it's a crappy vitamin D um, kind of source, meaning it's not quality. Um, they're not getting the D that it should. The absorption's not good. It's in some kind of weird oily filler from walmart or something like that that just the quality isn't there and it's not walmart's fault it's whoever made the supplement right Um, and they found a way that they could make it for a dollar and sell it to you for 20 so it's better to do that than sell you the stuff that came from natural products and fish and animals and, and and actually has has high quality ingredients so everyone goes with that right and and the reality is that people if you can get your vitamin d levels up then it works But my question to everyone is, everyone that's taking vitamin D this COVID year, did you check your D levels? Did you see if it was high enough? If you did, great. Like you probably are doing your part, but there's no one size fits all. If you take zinc and D that you're going to get better. There was another doc, another chiropractor that got really famous recently for being controversial, right? Suggesting that, you know, tonic water and I can't remember what he's doing. Tonic water and zinc was going to cure all of COVID. This was early on. You know, he got caught by the FB, FDA. I think he lost his license for a bit or at least got banned. I'm not sure exactly how that all played out. But long story short, let's get real. Like You can't just drink tonic water and take some zinc and think that you're going to be better or perfectly immune from COVID hey this goes for every condition if we go back to hormones everyone thinks like oh i have low estrogen i'm going to take some some estrogen then i'll be be better it's not like that it's not that easy there's no one statement okay you need to be the person that steps out from the crowd you need to be the different person because your body is different okay i want you to go ahead and stand next to someone else in the mirror and look and see you know see if your feet are the same size if your knees are the same size if your hips and shoulders are the same size if you have the same face shape if you gain weight in the same places right you you gain weight in your thighs and your shoulders and your breasts and your head Is you're the, you know, I always get upset because I gain weight in my face. It's the worst, right? Because um, it's what everyone sees, though other people might be upset that they gain weight in their belly and their face stays lean, right? These are just different things. And each one of us is going to have a different protocol. This is where a lot of people go wrong, right? The information on the internet, one, um, I don't know if I've covered this yet in a previous podcast. I'll have to re-listen to some of them. But one, most of it is written by writers that are hired by popular doctors, meaning and, and that's fine. Hopefully the doctors have reviewed this information and hopefully that they can put their name and their stamp behind it and and that it's actually what they use in their office. But but that's why um, one of the reasons why this podcast is rarely going to have a guest. I hope at least this season um, or maybe the first hundred episodes, we're not going to have any guests on here Um unless I get like a co-host or something like that, that wants to be fun and controversial too. So we, we can uh, really dive deep into this stuff. We don't have to go with the mainstream. As soon as I add 500 people on this podcast interviews, now we got to listen to these watered down opinions from a variety of different sources. And and we don't get to get really deep into a protocol. Um, but but yeah, so all the information online is regurgitated, right? So for example, this is not to knock on any profession, but say you're a dietitian and you're writing a health article. How many times has that dietitian worked with an autoimmune case that they ran labs and they reversed it? Or are they just suggesting dietary recommendations based upon the research? Okay. Take that to um, really anything else because I have a, this is always the problem between clinicians and PhDs and, and truthfully, MDs kind of lie in the middle. Some naturopaths lie in the middle. Okay. I always like to say like, I'm going to err on the side of clinical utility In most cases, and the reason why you can do that is if you're using natural and holistic supplements, right? People can come into my office and be taking tons of B12, like higher than they could ever need, tons of B126, tons of vitamin D, and and maybe 50 supplements. I see people all the time taking like 5,000 milligrams of ashwagandha because it's in every supplement they buy because they're tired, right? So they have like 5,000 milligrams a day of ashwagandha, which theoretically could be dangerous if they did it for a long period of time. But the nice thing about natural herbs and supplements is there's so few side effects. So this allows us to err. Once again, going back to the natural, not just functional medicine, the natural combination of functional medicine plus natural medicine is that if you use natural products, you're going to have much less side effects. You're going to be able to experiment clinically more with your body. So that's why you can go on Amazon and buy whatever product you want. And and there's no rules against it, at least at this time, because... Overall, it's it's truly safe. They'd have to prove that it was unsafe first. Um, you've seen some some risings about NAC this year, um, but we'll we'll see how that all kind of plays out. But long story short, the purpose of this podcast was not to talk about bench press. I see just as many people injured from yoga as bench press. If you run a running clinic, you see people injured all the time from running, um, you know, which isn't heavy and it doesn't use your shoulders. Um, people will talk about like, oh, well, the bench press has no purpose. You know, it's just to tell people how much you bench press. I haven't told someone how much I bench press in years, right? So I would like someone to say, yes, I haven't told anyone how much I bench press in 25 years. But if, if you haven't bench pressed in 25 years, that doesn't impress me because it really has nothing to do With your overall health, it's all about you individualizing your program for someone walking into my office bench press may be the absolute best most basic compound exercise that they can do for their shoulder and chest complex, right? That may be what they need to do. Maybe they've overworked their back. Maybe they've underworked their back, right? So it's all about balance. It's all about integrating all of these things together. It's not about B1. It's not about buying the next supplement. It's about really putting these systems together into a, a, a fashion where we're talking about interactions. Okay. Interactions to where you're addressing the liver, the spleen, the pancreas, the gallbladder, the large and small intestine, uh, the stomach, the brain, the heart, all of that into a single system where how do they interact? How do they work together? Obviously that's what people hire doctors for. I will tell every one of my patients, you actually don't need me. All this information is online. My only job is to sort it out for you because I've spent the 20,000 hours doing it right? I've spent all the time. So if you want to stop your job and spend the next year researching it, you will probably be just as smart, if not smarter than me. You're going to have to see a few four or 5,000 patients just so you can get a feel there. You to have to do some, some online coaching. You're going to have to do some long distance teleconsults. You're going to have to have a few of your own health problems. And then you'll probably be just as expert as I am. There's no problem. I have no problem saying that all my patients are just as smart as me. Um, it's just clinical application. People come in with a digestive problem. They know everything about the gut lining. They know everything about probiotics. They know everything about fish oil. They know everything about vitamin D. But my question is, how many people have they helped to fix their gut problem? You got to help at least one or two to have an idea of what works. Okay, And then when you've helped five or six, then you're like, okay, I kind of have a pattern developing. And then there will always be an exception. So every session you develop another kind of story. Okay. So I don't want anyone to be dogmatic. Okay. That's why, once again, the podcast is just me for now. I don't want you to fall into any of these hypes like, you know, like, oh, grains are bad. I don't care how many people say gluten free. Everyone has to be gluten free. It's not correct. It's 100% not correct. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and of course, you know, I, I, because I'm a clinician and because I'm, I'm a researcher, I'm, I'm open to changing that opinion. If I change my opinion in 10 years, if things change in 10 years, I can be okay saying that the quality of gl- gluten isn't that good in America, right? So maybe it is always a little bit toxic, but it doesn't make sense that there's never been a grain of gluten that was safe. Um, there's never been, um, you know, a molecule of gluten that was safe. Once again, we can argue that in general in America, most people can't tolerate corn. Okay. Uh, most people can't tolerate corn, they can't tolerate gluten. They can't tolerate a lot of grains. But what does this have to do with? A lot of it has to do with their individual health. Anyway, I want you to know you can't dumb down your entire body and everything you learn as to as to a single study or a single opinion or a single approach. It's one of the hardest things about publishing information and podcasts online is that every time I tell you something, I know 17 exceptions to that rule. Right? And every time I suggest something, it's like, well, this is what I mostly do. But let me tell you about these 3,000 other cases where I had to do something different. Um, so this is also another reason why people get really discouraged. So don't get too discouraged because there's always another way to address it. There's always another way to think about the problem. There's always another way to build the internal organs to start to heal. Where we r- really run into problems is time commitments, right? Time and finances, right? So if you, if you had a health condition that was going to you know, take your life in the next month, it might be really hard for me or anyone to help you because we only have so long. Um, or if you had a health problem, um, that was really, really severe, it might take a few more supplements than one that's mild, and, and then it becomes a financial issue. Um, but, but those are the nuances we need to pay, ahead, pay attention to. Um, and, and so the what I'm trying to say is don't get discouraged. Your body is not simple, and it can't be simplified to a simple statement, or this is better than that. You're going to find that every person, individual's health is very different. And hopefully we got you excited with today's podcast. And I think I'm going to do a little bit more on hormones in the next podcast. And we'll see you then. Thanks a lot.